Hello and welcome to the Jazz Podcast. Today we're previewing the London Jazz Festival with Matt Roberts. Matt, of course, has been on the show before. He's an incredible freelance trumpet player, composer, conductor. He's a man of all talents. Happily today, he is our man on the ground in the middle of the festival to tell us what's going on and what it's like. Matt Roberts, welcome back to the Jazz Podcast. My thoughts exactly. Maybe you can replace that uh, uh, vocalisation <laughs> of an explosion with an actual soundboard explosion. A genuine explosion, yeah, yeah. yes. Um, if we had any kind of budget, I think that... In fact, no, you're right, I can do that. You can do that, mate. you got those moves. So, welcome to the London Jazz Festival kind of preview in progress show. Um, the catchiest name I could come up with. We're in Soho on the Monday night of the for the first Monday of the festival. Um, and we're going to talk about what's coming up, but let's talk about what we've been up to. What have you been up to? What I've been up to? Well, right now, I, I just finished a session at Angel. I was conducting a pretty outrageous lineup, uh, string orchestra and uh, killing brass section with some, even though it was a bit of a classical vibe, there was a lot of uh, very talented jazz musicians uh, like the great Trevor Myers was on trombone, Nicole Thompson on trombone, uh, James Copus, of course, the Magnum Corpus. What was this? What it, was this thing? It was some uh, thing for a, a cruise thing. It was uh, a, a guy had been commissioned to put together some kind of epic, kind of dramatic film score, Hans Zimmer esque thing, and used a lot of plugins. And then, uh, and then the people on the boat had decided. Oh, actually, we'd love it if it was all played by live instruments. So, uh, yeah, they, they booked a session, and uh, I was originally asked to orchestrate it, but I was finishing a big orchestration deadline. Deadline was on Friday, and I said well, I could probably start it on on Monday, and they were like. No, no, we need it done by Monday. I was like, you need the orchestration done by Monday. No, no, we need the recording <laughs> oh done by Monday. Wow. So, uh, anyhow, so that was mad. Anyhow, so so they, they found an orchestrator to turn it around in a week. This was They only contacted me a week ago, mental. And uh, and they found someone. I kind of washed my hands a bit, but then they said, look, Matt, uh, we're actually short of a conductor. Would you be up for coming in and conducting it? I was like, yeah, great. So uh, I've just finished that. It was really good fun. And uh, now what we're, we're, we're sat in Cafe Nehru. Uh, Nehru. Nero, um, uh, about to get ready to set up for our gig. Yeah, so if you haven't listened to the first show of Matt's, you're a prolific composer, player of the trumpet. You are one of my favourite composers of music in Thank London. Thank you very much indeed. Very and kind. I'm sure I said this last time, but one of my, the first big band gigs I did in London was in like 2010 with Jack Davies' big band, and we played some of your New Horizons suite. And it was absolutely glorious. I loved every second. Very kind. So your gig tonight is the Matt Roberts Big Ish Band. Yeah. Which is sold out at the Spice of Life. Paul Pace, the man himself, just walked past the window as you said that. man who, he runs the Spice? Yeah. He doesn't own the Spice. No, 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 no. He's uh, he's the the jazz, the resident jazz promoter at the Spice. Does he do Ronnie's as well? Yeah, he's he's one of a handful of bookers that work at Ronnie's, yeah. Okay. It's my understanding. Okay, sweet. 
So I can't remember what we talked about about your biggish band. Well, the thing about my biggish band is, it, in general, it's not my original music. There's Je- great Freddie Hubbard's. Well, that that... I've been checking out today. Oh, it's great stuff I haven't heard before. Yeah, was it the Love Connection? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a banger, mate. Uh, I mean, uh, yeah. So basically, every year with that band is we, we try and pay tribute to one of my favourite uh, jazz musicians. Um, last year we did a tribute to Wayne Shorter. Previous year, previous year we actually did a double header, and one night we did a tribute to Addison. The other night we did a tribute to Gil Evans. Um, so yeah, we, we that's the, that's the way we've been doing it, and I really enjoy that. It's nice to kind of get your teeth sunk into one specific artist, uh, composer, player, and uh, and this year it's Freddie Hubbard, um, and uh, and and actually specifically Freddie's music from the 1970s. So it's going to get funky. It's going to get cosmic. Oh, so some of those tunes are like new arrangements just for tonight. All of them new arrangements for tonight. Sweet. Yeah. Why Freddie? What made you decide that? he was the man to do a tribute for well well funnily enough actually it kind of came from Reuben Fowler because he uh, was another outstanding arranger uh, who uh, contacted me and he, he kind of said look Matt because it wouldn't it be great to do a kind of Freddie Hubbard all that 70s stuff you know the stuff with all alto flute and bass clarinet and and do kind of two sets of that you know would you be up for splitting it you know you do a set I do a set and I was like oh it sounds great and um, so uh yeah, so the plan is ultimately. I've, I've so I've done a set basically of Freddie Hubbard arrangements. Right. He's he's just finishing a project he's working on. Which is that the Steely Dan? Uh, it is. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I don't know how much is okay. Is disclosed okay. disclosable information on that. Uh, but uh, yeah, he uh, yeah he's working on that. So he we're going to do this double gig at, at some point where we we play both of our oh, uh, two sets of, of Freddie arrangements. And anyhow, but yeah. So tonight it's just my arrangement. Uh, in the first half and the second half we'll be looking at uh, tunes that aren't necessarily composed by Freddie but maybe by his contemporaries like Wayne Shorter of course uh, we'll be playing some tunes uh, from Speak No Evil for example that uh, Freddie famously featured on played some pretty iconic solos so Freddie's the kind of the theme that's running through the night okay. but the, the first set's going to be all Freddie compositions and then the second set will be tunes associated with Freddie Hubbard Sweet. it's just crossed my mind that yeah. we'll actually release this tomorrow yeah. Um, so, is there anything else that people can listen to if they're listening to this, thinking actually I would have liked to check that out? Which incidentally, it's sold out. So even if I released it right now, it wouldn't really make any difference. Yeah, that's it, man. You snooze, you lose. Do you know what I mean? Jeez. Uh, <coughs> uh, well, well, yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna be playing some tunes from the album Red Clay, which is really, I guess, famous for the title track. But honestly, every tune on that album is a banger. Okay. Uh, so we're gonna be doing tune tunes from that record. So yeah, get that get that record oh, on the okay. blower. Check that out. You know, Dan had a great idea actually that I can't believe we haven't done yet, which is a jazz podcast Spotify playlist where all the music of all the guests that we've ever had on the show is in one place that's a really good idea I know I know he said it to me this morning and I was like oh my god yeah you gotta do that you gotta do that why is that not a thing yet yeah so is there anything else in line for the band oh for the band Uh, honestly I've just come from out of a period of very kind of hectic kind of schedule and uh, I'm kind of like this gig is kind of the end of that Um, so yeah I'm going to be 
at some point me and Ruben are going to do that double Sweet. kind of big band head yeah. thing well it's going to be one big band but half my arrangements half his arrangements oh ok but um, I mean to be honest not it, like a battle of the bands no no <laughs> oh that could be cool though a uh, little sound clash but the uh, yeah uh, the, I did that once with Sam Jessen Johnny Silk and Jack Davies three what, big three bands three big bands three different big bands at the same night in Battersea Mess and Music Hall oh Christ although thanks to the magic of the baritone saxophone I got to play in all three because nice. you know that like that's just what happens USB. If, you, if you own a baritone saxophone you can create more of a career yeah in fact Nick Smart who's the head of jazz at, at the academy said to me once um you know, Rob, you often get in bands that you have no right to be in, thanks to the baritone. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, yep, hello. Hello, yeah. semi, semi-questionable career in freelance jazz. Yeah, although although the, the, the downside is they're often big bands, which tend to be the, the least paid, well paid out of all the gigs, you know. But, um, yes, that's a thing. <laughs> but anyhow, but they're also the most fun, in my opinion. But yeah, yeah. But look, honestly, look, the biggest band we we do a gig, really a gig a year. Honestly, okay. it's kind of that. Yeah, for me, do you I, think you'd ever do an album? Yes, yeah, yeah, definitely. That's definitely on the cards. Um, it needs me to devote some time to probably writing a few more originals I mean in terms of arrangements I've done of other people's music yeah great I could do a record tomorrow but um, it'd be great to get some more originals uh, on a record or or maybe although maybe it would be cool to do a kind of themes record you know an album of the music of Freddie Hubbard or whatever usually is the best way to start so I'm told what without some music someone else's music somebody again Nick Smart told me that his first album was a Nick Drake tribute Uh, yeah I do yeah yeah, and he said it was a, a tactical decision that it's much easier to start out with someone else's charts that yeah well yeah yeah but your charts but your interpretation yeah of course your your spin on someone else I'll bear that in mind I'll bear that in mind very that was uh that was that was advice that was given to me eight years ago. I don't know if the world has changed since then. I doubt it. I doubt it very much. So let's talk about. Did you see Jeff Goldblum had a gig? No. Uh, honestly, mate, I'm telling you, I've, <laughs> mate, I, I have been out of the loop. That's I've been brilliant. in. I've been in hibernation, mate. Trust right. me. Um, but yeah, of as, all the guests, I could have decided. Um, yeah, I'm really sorry. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm, there's some, some things I'm looking forward to. I've got gig. I've got tickets. <laughs> for uh, Louis Cole's big band on is it Friday night or Saturday night I think it's Friday night okay. really looking forward to that so, do you know where that is yes it's uh, uh, odd venue actually not, not a venue I associate with the jazz festival um, uh, it's into an assembly hall oh, it's actually yeah, near Angel Studios where I've just been now. right cracking uh, good venue actually I, I played a, a gig with an indie rock band there uh, a couple of years ago but yes I'm really looking forward to that I mean I, I'm a big fan of Louis Cole's I, and that whole movement that's coming out of LA at the moment um, Jacob Mann he's got a cracking big band wonderful pianist well worth checking out Jacob Mann big band and uh, and yeah and of course Noah's stuff with Genevieve uh, brilliant music yes. um, so yeah it's uh, what, wait what's Noah got to do with this so uh, Louis Cole so Noah is a, a, a duo outfit between yes. Genevieve the vocalist and, and Louis the, oh, the producer cool because I've only heard fleeting bits that Raph Clarkson has played me yeah. mainly the track with John Escreet Oh yeah, yeah that's fine. which is really, really kind of terrifying. 
and so Louis Cole has a big band that's playing at the jazz festival exactly yeah I'm with you yeah so so that's on Friday so I got tickets for that really looking forward to that I mean it's going to be a hang as well I do, honestly do we, want, we should probably be talking about that because that for me yeah of course there's great gigs that happen at this uh, during this week in, in the year but the thing for me I, I feel like there's great gigs happening all year round you know in uh, yeah. in, in London for jazz and uh, but for me that what this time of year is just it's just people people keep it free and it's a hang and you know yeah. you've got a Ronnie's you've got a pizza or often up and late I assume that's the case this year it's, it's been the case in previous years most nights there's a jam on until the early hours and you know all these heavy cats are there they're hanging they want to play and uh, and also you know it's a time for people to showcase the work they've been doing all year and yeah, uh, yeah it's brilliant I, I love it so yeah I'm really looking forward to that um, just look at we've got the lineup in front of us now and I'm seeing Empirical are doing that pop-up jazz lounge yep. at Old Street Tube uh, they did that was it a year or two ago yeah um, and I couldn't make it I was devastated but um, yeah I'm, I'm delighted I can't wait to go and check that out incredible you know, how does that work Do you they just they just play you just rock up okay and, and the good thing about it is there's just people passing by yeah and they're walking past going what the f*** is that like you know what I mean and, and then and they're checking it out you know and I love yeah. it because you know and Pickerel's music is uncompromising yeah you know, it's, it's really fucking heady stuff and, yeah uh, but it's amazing when you put music like that tra- quite challenging music in a in a public space actually the engagement you get is actually really high um, so that, that that's really fantastic what else have we got we're looking ahead uh, got Stanley Clark and the Headhunters goodness me uh, Andy Curry Band yeah I mean just uh, I'm going to fill in this gap by talking about Empirical yes that, amongst other things um, it's Lewis Wright on Vibes yes Tom Farmer yeah on Bass, yeah, Shaney Forbes, Shaney Forbes on drums, and on the Nathaniel Facey. That's the one. That's the one. Yeah, I saw them back at the Royal Northern, like probably like ten years ago when Kit Downs was in the band. Yeah, and I remember thinking, like, I'm too young for this. Yeah. <laughs> this, the music was really, really. Um, like you say uncompromising and yeah. demanding oh yeah it's fantastic yeah to have in a public space is great it's brilliant it's, it's fantastic and, uh, and, and you, you get that Not you know that's a, that's a great thing in, yeah. in a tube station all street tube but you get that uh, in all like the Barbican in the South Bank Centre and uh, all the free stages just outside the concert venues around kind of they aim to catch you before you're going into uh, one of the ticketed gigs but yeah around kind of 2pm 2, 2 uh, sorry 2pm uh, or yeah maybe they do lunch as well but uh, the ones I'm thinking the slot I'm thinking it was kind of between 6pm and 7pm right. there's that, that they call it the front room stage which is just outside the, it's like a fishing net to try and stop people going home yeah exactly it's brilliant <laughs> it's, it's brilliant and people stick around and people come and check it out and it's credit all credit to Sirius they do a great job of marketing it and you get people out to gigs that probably aren't checking out jazz uh, for the rest of the year, yeah, and uh, yeah, and I guess I guess the, the skill is to try and yes, we've got that this one week to sell jazz to everyone to get them to keep coming to gigs for the rest of the yeah uh, the rest of the year until next year. It's brilliant. Can we talk about Quentin Collins? Yeah, we can. He's in your band. He is. Well, yeah, it's, I'm, I'm delighted because um, Quentin is a trumpet player, and as some of you are well aware, Matt is a trumpet player. So I'm going to pick your brains. Yeah. Well, 
well, the trumpet, I'm, right? So, so I mean, we know. I've, I've always in the, in the last few biggish band gigs we've done, I've put a trumpet player called James Copas, who's an outstanding trumpet player, yeah. one of my favourites. Um, and anyway, I tried to book him for this gig, and uh, and he couldn't make it sadly. Um, and he must I'm, be getting very busy. Oh, he's he's, he's extremely he's extremely busy, but but he does make time for for gigs that for he really he wants to do. Yeah. You know, and actually, to be fair, this was it wasn't a money gig that was stopping him he, he, he was at a gig with the Stan Sussman big band yeah. so that's why he couldn't take it anyhow that made me sad for a little bit but then it also made me a little bit excited because I thought oh time to we've got such a wealth of talent of people we can pick from and uh, and then I thought right we're doing a Freddie Hubbard tribute right who's who really has got that hard but specifically Freddie Hubbard sound and uh, and for me it was like Quentin Collins is just the, the obvious choice really absolutely amazing trumpet player really just lives that lives and breathes that hardbot tradition and, yeah. and Freddie in particular you know he just guy just worships him knows every record um, and yeah so it was an opportunity to book him uh, so uh, yeah it's great so we've got Quentin on the gig and he's, he's really looking forward to it he, uh, and I'm, I can't wait to have him on it and, he's and, got his own gig tomorrow that's right he's got his Tuesday own gig Tuesday the 20th Tuesday the 20th uh, so he's at the Spice of Life I think he's at the Spice three or four nights in a row but anyhow yeah he's um <laughs> Yeah, so he's, he's he's here tonight with my band, and then tomorrow night, uh, Tuesday twentieth, he's there with his old sextet, uh, which I'm sure will be absolutely killing. Um, Here's a question: How did yeah. you find out about Quentin in life? Can you remember your first? Yeah. Do you know? What? I can. I can. Uh, it was when I lived in Greenwich, and uh, I lived with a pianist called Sam Leake, and he uh, Sam Leake comes up on this show a lot. Yeah, but he does. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's a, he's a busy guy, you know, jazz-wise. I mean, he's super, super busy, very active, and he he used to run, and probably still does, to be fair, because he's he doesn't live in Greenwich anymore. He lives in Charlton, which is just down the road, and he he for a while was, and maybe still does, run the, uh, a night a week maybe a night every fortnight or something at, at Oliver's Jazz Bar which anyone that knows anything about Greenwich and the jazz scene knows that Oliver's is kind of the the uh, epicentre of the Greenwich jazz scene um, yeah. which actually has quite a substantial jazz scene because of course it's where Trinity College of Music is and anyhow and he, he was running a night he said oh I might come down you know I'm running that I was like oh yeah yeah I'll come down and came down didn't know who Quentin Collins was it was so funny because I maybe been living in London for about three years yeah. and the thing about London is you studied at Trinity I did yeah okay yeah. Yeah, Um, and the thing about London is you're here for a little while and you think oh you know after a couple of years you know the first year you're just hearing these music like you know these trumpet players you're like oh my god that's so ridiculous oh my god Laura Jurd oh she's so amazing and hearing all these people for the first time just being like oh wow this is such a heavy scene but by three years ago by I kind of felt like I'd I'd met everyone and knew knew all the trumpet players at least Um, and then yeah rock up to this gig at Oliver you know, there's about five people in the audience and then I hear Quentin Collins for the first time I'm like oh my god who the f- is this guy you know <laughs> and he's just like some uh, some guy I'd never even heard of and he's killing it man yeah. oh my god just I remember I remember the bell of his trumpet was just like directed right at my eardrum and uh, oh man uh, there's some frequencies I'll never hear again after that gig but it was uh, it was it, I was so grateful for yeah. it it was it was absolutely killing I, I, it'd been so long since I'd heard someone who re- really just nailed that hard bop thing like like legit not just done yeah. it as a kind of writer passage yeah. so they can play more kind of yeah. more yeah. recent stuff you know it's like he really lives and breathes that thing and the sound and the articulation the detail and the amount of transcription the guy I know has 
done and continues to do so he yeah. still transcribes all the time and um, it's just it's incredible he's an outstanding musician it's a you know, delight to have him in the band and, yeah. a great album for me for checking out that kind of what you say about hard bop d- done not just for the sake of um a rite of passage to yeah. go on something else was Leah Richardson's album oh mate killing yeah. I mean that it, it's funny because uh, it, I don't know how many how aware pe- like people are in in London in Britain about this but the British jazz scene is kind of uh making a few ripples across the world at the moment uh, because of mainly because of the work of Jazz Refreshed who uh, have been running a night out of Mau Mau Bar in Portobello Road for a few years now and uh, they've really built up a scene with its own identity uh, fantastic stuff musicians like Nabai Garcia Joe Armand Jones uh, that kind of stuff and um, and yeah it's really making ripples abroad all in the, you know in, in France in all over you know West, West, Western Europe and even in New York they've been they've been sending guys over to South by Southwest they've been sending guys over to the States and and I uh, feel people are really starting to take notice but the, the, the specific kind of jazz that that is it, it's it's not the kind of straight ahead hard bop thing that we've been talking about yeah. and uh, and as soon as uh, Leo put his record out I think everyone thought that all British jazz was like that kind of jazz that's been making the waves that you know Shabaka Hutchins is another yeah. guy that comes to mind which is super killing but um, I think yeah it's, when, when, when Leo did his record he uh, he got interviewed for Downbeat and one of the questions was like you know like oh you know we normally associate British jazz with this thing and we didn't know and it's just yeah. like god imagine if they knew about the, the straight ahead scene in, yeah. in, 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 the, in London in particular but all over the UK it's just it's really heavy you know guys like we've got Alex Garnett playing in, in the in the section tonight yeah. which is I mean he's just a monster uh, Brandon yeah, Allen a lot of people have Red, been on at me yeah. in the past about Alex being the best saxophone jazz player in the country he's a, he's a beast man for, for that for that for that straight ahead thing yeah. his knowledge of tunes history yeah. I mean yeah it's it's legit uh, it's, it's great so yeah so yeah no I mean that, that Leo's record is just killing of I've course Quentin plays exceptional Quentin plays uh, on that an uh, exceptional segue yeah. which is that uh, Leo is at the Spice of Life on Wednesday night boom so it's all kicking off with the Spice of Life isn't big it big time big time right here what else we got we got Freddie Gavita that'll big, be heavy yeah Westminster the other palace studio I don't even know what that is cool name yeah there's a major um, PDF I've just found of the jazz festival listings um, mate then, Tom Barford hold tight Tom Barford yeah that's on um, Wednesday that's on Wednesday at the well. Green Note in Camden lovely Sweet. little club Tom Barford is a young upstart um, you know fresh uh, fresh faced yeah. uh, straight out of the Royal yeah. Academy of Music young but with an experienced head on his shoulders yeah uh, so yeah it's, uh, he's a monster and he's got a record out on Edition Records Bloomer highly recommend checking it out I mean yeah. god he's just a beast the guy's unbelievable man not just on Tano on Sop the whole lot he's a beast yeah go on I what think he made one he, did he win the Kenny Wheeler Prize I think that's probably yeah, that, for like, yeah. Uh, basically an album contract with Edition winning the Kenny Wheeler Prize just before we move on it's yep. hard to stop now this is so much but also Jim Mullen is on Wednesday night at the Feathered Tree Maybe. and Antonio Sanchez who I adored you know he's a drummer oh, that, is that El Negro that guy is that like El, he like played, um, he played the Birdman score solo drum oh kit. no no different guy sorry I'm, I, I'm thinking of Horatio Hernandez sorry uh, completely different guy um, yeah uh, but yeah that, yeah heavy yeah man that's going to be incredible doesn't say anything else about him but whatever 
whatever that is. I've got to shout out my mate Al McSween, who's playing at Pizza Express on uh, Monday afternoon, uh, sorry, Thursday afternoon, 1pm. Yeah. He's an outstanding piano player, uh, kind of, yeah, with of, of the Latin persuasion. Yeah, uh, Stan Saltzman's big band, which you mentioned before, is yeah, on, on incredible. This Friday now? Yeah, this Thursday. Is Thursday, yeah. Thursday. That'd be fantastic. And uh, Jeff Goldblum is back at Ronnie Scott's. So heavy. No offence to Jeff, I wouldn't personally recommend it, but <laughs> by all means, go on Spotify and judge for yourself. I mean, I love him. Independence yeah. Day, can't get enough. My legendary role. Yeah. Him and his, and his dad, like, the, 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 yeah, the, <laughs> how many Jewish gags, you know what I mean? Like, it's so funny. Like, it cracks me up. Yeah, that's a wonderful, but but yeah, um, there's a great review of his of his gig written by Peter Jones on the London Jazz Festival website right now because he played a couple of nights ago. Um, if you want to know if the vibe is for you or not, check out what the fuss is about. Peter Jones okay. will set you straight. Nice, there we are. Uh-huh. So yeah, Mark Kavuma is playing Midnight at Peter Express Jazz Club. That's probably going to be a jam when, yeah, later on. So yeah, so. That, that, that could be the place to be on a Thursday night. Uh, Mark's a wonderful trumpet player. That guy's shedded Kenny Dorham. Sounds fantastic. What else we got? Kit Downs at the Festival Hall, 1pm. That'll be banging. Finney Beerman. Yeah. Royal Albert Hall, Elgar Room. Goodness me, Frenesis. Yeah. Cheese. Yeah. The Brass Funkies, my old friend Veej. Oh, yeah. He was on the Cambridge Jazz Festival preview show a couple of weeks ago. Brilliant. He, um, yeah, they're playing at, oh, they're playing at the Spice. What do you know? Man. Spice of Life. And then I think there's more. If we scroll across, yeah. there's tons more. Oh, my God. A couple of other highlights. Dave O'Higgins. We're still on Friday here. I mean, he's another guy. you got to drop in the whole, you know, UK straight ahead scene. I mean, yeah. just banging. Yeah. Absolutely banging player. And a really nice guy. Absolutely sweetheart. Let's go on to Saturday the 24th of November. What do we got? Goodness, Pete Wareham. I mean, I mean, he's just a great musician. He's so, so much, always doing super exciting stuff. Uh, Ivor Neem, of yeah. course. Outstanding. Yeah. So we just, we just literally say names. We're not actually... <laughs> This is a great guide for people who want to know. This is the like what other musicians would go to guides to the jazz festival. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. As I say on the start of every festival preview show, there's nothing in here that you can't figure out by just reading the brochure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My, my, I got a big up a drummer who has been uh, pricking my eyes recently. The great Will Cleesby, and uh, uh, outstanding drummer, uh, ex Trinity, I believe, and he's running a, a kind of late late show at Kansas Smitty's on the Saturday night uh, from 8.30pm that'll be banging Kansas Smitty's if, if you haven't been there wonderful little kind of I guess speakeasy basement kind of bar vibe uh, in Hackney in Hackney yeah, yeah Broadway Market it's uh, well worth checking out yeah that's probably one like if I had tourist friends come to London want to check out some jazz yeah great show know. yeah great show and um, we got Jeff Williams on the Sunday uh, afternoon at pizza so uh, it's yeah, at 12.30 I mean I love that guy What one of my favourite drummers yeah outrageous behaviour Oh, hello 1.30pm at the Spice Flying Machines uh, ah, our, our, our mutual friend Alex Monk a uh, wonderful guitarist composer yeah and he's got this project Flying Machines which is almost uh, definitely coming from a jazz sensibility but almost uh, as much kind of prog rock yeah. shred yeah uh, as it is jazz and uh, I think it's a great fusion and they, they've just got their second album out which I, I listened to on repeat for, for a couple of 
of weeks. Yeah. Absolutely fantastic stuff. With the, the legendary Fly Machines rhythm section, which involves Connor Chaplin on bass, uh, Dave Hamlet on drums, and Matt Robinson on keys, who what are actually the rhythm section of the night. Coincidence. Yeah, what, so know, there we are. Well, it isn't a coincidence due to their burning chops. That's it, yeah, they're, they're all beasts. I remember when I was in Alex's year. No, I wasn't. I was a year younger than him at Academy. <laughs> and when we graduated, for four years or so, he did a lot of sideman playing, yeah. nothing on his own. And I kept sort of thinking, hey, when Alex ever did an album on his own, I bet it would be really something. Yeah. And then, of course, it's really, really something. Yeah. Now it's sort of a bit inappropriate and frightening. It's heavy. It's heavy. There we are. I think we've, we've done a good summary there. We've done a wonderful job. Yeah. I am really impressed with um, the quality of this podcast. <laughs> oh, mate. Mate, I hope so. It's, yeah, it's, yeah. There we are. Well, Matt, thanks so much for coming on the Jazz Podcast and helping me to semi-preview slash review, because we're kind of in the middle already, the well, London Jazz Festival. Rob, I hope it's been of some use, mate, and I'm, I'm really looking... Well, thanks for doing my gig tonight, for one. Oh, yeah. Uh, and, and looking your basically the two biggest woodwind instruments bass coronet and barry uh, across london is much appreciated it's my pleasure just glad to be out the house <laughs> <laughs> you legend see you soon man